You're listening to episode number six of the Purpose Gathering Podcast. I think it's safe to say we've all been blindsided by this coronavirus pandemic. No one could have predicted this. We've all been impacted in some way or another, and our family and businesses are taking a huge hit. In today's episode, I want to offer some encouragement and give you some tips to still nurture your business in a time like this, but I also want you to be able to refer back to this episode when things go back to normal and give you some strategies and tips for how to adapt your business to accommodate any unexpected change that may come your way. Hey mama, welcome back to the Purpose Gathering Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Freehan, and I'm here for all you mompreneurs out there feeling torn between raising a thriving family and building a business you love. I'm a photographer, community founder, podcaster, wife, and mama saved by grace, so I can totally relate to you multi-passionate mamas. Join me every week where I share with you the strategies and mindset shifts that you need to find peace and passion in motherhood and business so that you can have more time for the things that matter, like Netflix and cookie dough. But seriously, are you ready to transform your life from feeling frazzled to focused and be equipped with the tools you need to juggle all the things? If so, you're in the right place. Hey girl, I am so happy to be here with you today. I can't wait to get into this conversation with you. I want to know though, how are you doing? How are you holding up with everything that's going on in our nation right now? I really want you to answer this question, shoot me a DM on Instagram, and let me know how you're handling everything. I was talking to a friend the other day and asking her how she was doing, and she answered with such a simple but profound answer. She said, I'm feeling medium. And I just thought that was so, so interesting because that's exactly how I feel too. But when people ask me, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm doing great. But really I'm doing medium. Like things are so unexpected and so uncertain. And the news is just constantly in our face about what we should be doing, what we shouldn't be doing, how we should be handling our situations, how we should be feeling. It's extremely overwhelming. So although this episode is going to be a little bit about what's happening in our society right now, I also want to make it applicable every day after things settle down. Today's five-star review comes from Jessica McNichol Creative. Ashley has a unique ability to share from her heart while giving practical tips, tricks, and advice for moms who are juggling motherhood and business ownership. Her content is fresh and inspiring. Highly recommend it. Thank you so much, Jessica, for your kind words. I love these reviews. They definitely help other mamas find credibility in the show, and I'm just so grateful for each and every one of you taking the time to do so. We all know that having kids changes everything. No longer do we have the flexibility to do whatever we want without consulting anyone else. We have all these little people who need us, and it feels overwhelming at times trying to navigate taking care of our children and taking care of ourselves and our businesses and our husbands and all the things. So I really want to give you guys some practical tips about What can we do with our business? How can we adapt to accommodate unexpected changes? And this is going to primarily be around 
like having kids at home, but this could be anything. I want you to keep these tips in mind when anything in your business pops up unexpectedly. Strategy number one is to have a positive mindset. This is something that you've probably heard before, and it can definitely sound redundant, but I think it's so important to remember because so often we skip this step. We go straight to freaking out, (laughs) being frustrated, throwing ourselves a pity party for things not going our way. You know, it's just one of those days. But I know for me, like sometimes when things happen unexpectedly, I go straight to, oh, of course this would happen. Like, yeah, my son would wake up and have a fever on the day that I'm the busiest. Oh, why me? Like, I... If I'm honest, like I can tell you guys, I go there some days, right? So it's important for us to have a positive mindset when things don't go our way. It's so important for us to be thankful and start making maybe a gratitude and an abundance list. Instead of focusing on what we don't have, let's start to focus on what we do have. So when our son wakes up with a fever, when he's supposed to go to school, it could be wow, I'm so glad that I work from home and that I don't have to find an emergency sitter or I don't have to take a sick day to be home with my sick child, right? We need to take our brains and shift them instantly to, oh, wow, okay, yes, that's gonna put a damper on my plans. Oh my goodness, like maybe I have some things I have to reschedule, but first let's go to gratitude. What are we thankful for in that moment? And that will help shift our whole perspective. This practice of gratitude, I think, is so much more effective when it's written down. So even if in that moment, we're reflecting on the gratitude, we don't write it down in that moment, I still think it's important to reflect on it later. Like maybe in the evening when we're thinking back, how did my day go today? What can I be thankful for? So maybe in the moment, we think of it in our head, and then we write it down later when we have time to actually kind of talk it out. Because I know sometimes things unexpected come up and we don't have five minutes to sit down and journal about it, right? So let's be practical and realistic about it. So in regards to what we're dealing with right now with the coronavirus, I have started to come up with a list of things that I am grateful for. So I'm grateful that this is happening when we're having really great weather in Arizona so that we can go hiking or ride our bikes or just hang out in the backyard. Because imagine if this happened in the summer here, we would be going even more crazy. I'm also grateful for technology. I was just able to host our first meetup a couple of nights ago virtually. We did a Zoom call and we were still all available and able to meet and talk with each other. And it was just great to be able to learn and not have to worry about going out in public. So I think it's so important to stay positive, stay thankful, and just get creative when hurdles and different obstacles we weren't expecting come our way. I think one of the biggest things that I've heard people being frustrated about is that now that schools are closed, we have our kids home, right? And we have no more time anymore, it feels like. But instead of us focusing on the lack of time we have, let's be grateful for the pockets of time that we do have to work on our businesses. Let's be grateful for the amount of time that we've been blessed with to spend with our kids. 
I know a lot of moms are freaking out about homeschooling and yeah, it's difficult and it's something new to navigate, but it's a challenge and it's fun. And if we go straight to the mindset of, oh, this is awful. I can't believe this is happening. I'm going to go crazy. Where's the wine? Like, you know what I mean? If we go there right away, then of course it's going to be miserable because we are already setting ourselves up for failure. So we need to be grateful for the time that we have with our kids. Be grateful for this interruption, right? Because our kids are not going to be little forever. And this is something I try to remind myself all the time when I'm feeling inconvenienced by my children because they can definitely feel like that sometimes. We want to do what we want to do and then it seems like they are just wanting what they want and we think of them as being selfish, right? And in a sense, they are. They're still learning and their brain is still developing. So it is normal for them to act selfish. But it's important for us to redirect our thoughts and focus on the positive things that we can control. Real quick, before we continue, I really want to have a heart to heart with you right now. I don't know about you, but several years ago, I found myself in a really dark place. I was extremely anxious, overwhelmed. I felt like I was saying yes to everyone else, and my life was not how I pictured it. If you've been listening to this podcast for any length of time, you guys know how passionate I am about helping you find peace and passion in your motherhood and business. And that's because I remember what it felt like. I remember those closet moments of crying and feeling completely overwhelmed and wondering who is going to take care of me. I remember the never-ending to-do list and the feeling of being completely torn between wanting to raise my kids and build a thriving family. But at the same time, I so desperately wanted to grow my business and I felt like I had to choose. I felt like if I was doing good in business, then my family was suffering. And if I was doing great with my family, then my business was suffering. I felt like there was no balance and I was losing my mind, honestly. I want you guys to imagine a life filled with this peace and passion that I talk about. I want you to imagine what it would look like if you woke up every day with intention, ready to tackle whatever came your way. What would it look like if you didn't have to choose between your family and your business anymore? What if you could walk alongside me and have me as your coach, walking you through all the areas of your life that maybe you need help with? Guess what? I'm so excited to announce this, you guys. So, I am hosting a Facebook accountability group for anyone who purchases my Thriving with Purpose course from now until March 30th. I know how hard it can be to purchase a course and then carve out the time to actually do the work. So I'm going to put together this group that's going to make it so much more fun because there's going to be so many other women that are doing it with you. Plus, you're getting me to help coach you. So I am going to be available for questions at any time. I will be going live in the Facebook group once a week to have conversations with you regarding each of the modules. This course comes with six jam-packed modules. 
I'm going to walk you through it in four weeks because I want you guys to see transformation right away. So if you guys are interested in joining this group, definitely check out my website for more information at thepurposegathering.com slash thrive. And remember, you have until March 30th to purchase the course and you'll be immediately added into the accountability group. And guess what, you guys? Because I want you to get this information as soon as possible, it's only $47. I'm also limiting the spots to only 30 mamas. So if you want this, definitely go grab it. Don't wait. I'm so excited to see you guys in there. Strategy number two is rearrange your schedule and prioritize your tasks. So when random things come up that we don't necessarily have control over, it's so important for us to make a plan. I tend to typically get really overwhelmed when I have a lot of stuff in my head. I don't know if you guys can relate to this, but I feel like I'm pretty good at remembering things, so I'll just keep everything up in my head that I need to do, and then all of a sudden one day, I will just feel completely overwhelmed, and I won't realize why until I start to write down everything that I have to get done. That's why a brain dump is so important. The second I start to feel just a slight bit of overwhelm creep in, I will take out a sheet of paper or a sticky note, whatever's close by, and I will write out everything that I am responsible for, everything that I'm thinking of, and I start to prioritize these tasks. Once I have a really good idea of what tasks need to be done right away, I can start to schedule them in on my calendar. I typically try to pick about three to five tasks every day to accomplish. And of course, that depends on how much time I have. So on a typical day, when my kids are at school, I have larger blocks of time than I do right now. Now that they're home, I am doing work in smaller pockets of time. But honestly, I feel like I'm more productive when I have less time. And so I think it's so important that we block out some time to work, and then we're plugging in our priority tasks. So since this episode is primarily related to having our kids at home or, you know, those spring breaks or those sick days when your kids are home, I want to shift into giving you guys some tips and strategies for how we can work while our kids are at home some creative ideas of what I've done that I think would be a great place for you to start. So I always recommend starting with connection with your children in anything. Connection in the morning, connection before transitions, connection before you expect them to let you work. This is really going to be the driving force and the determining factor between whether or not your kids are behaving or acting out for attention. I think it's so important to get your kids brainstorming ideas of what you guys can do for this connection time. So when I sat down with my kids, we came up with a really long list. So I'm just going to give you a few that I think are super fun and that we enjoy doing. So playing cards, building a fort, playing fun make-believe games like veterinarian or set up your own office or make up your own business, print up pretend checks, get the cash register out, a fake phone and a keyboard, and just play pretend. 
baking cookies, playing sports in the backyard. Hide and seek is always really fun. Make a city out of recyclable products. Make a scrapbook, so print off pictures off your computer, making their own coloring book on getcoloringpages.com, and the list goes on and on. But your kids will get so creative, and try not to diminish their ideas. Whatever ideas they have, try to make them come to life, even if it's not in the exact way that they were anticipating, but it would be so much more fun if you let your kids be involved. Okay, so after you've spent some time connecting with your kids, they will take the lead and do all of these things that you've done with them first together with their siblings. It's so beautiful to see when I help foster an environment or a new game or a new like fun idea, they have that on hand to play at any time and it's so fun to watch. I like to work in 50 to 60 minute blocks of time and then take a 10 minute break to just regroup with my kiddos just to check in and see how they're doing. I've mentioned before, but my kids are five and eight, so they're a little bit older and more self-sufficient, but they definitely need me to check in with them from time to time and just make sure things are going well. Another fun tip would be to have them set up their own office in your office so they can, quote unquote, work alongside you. So just like I mentioned, when you were playing office with your kids, bring that office into yours. Bring those pretend checks. Bring that keyboard and that phone. Like how fun for them to be able to play their own business while you're working. And yes, it might be a little distracting. You'll have to redirect and have them keep quiet, maybe put in some headphones, let them know what's going on. I think we underestimate how much kids understand even at a very young age. So I think if you are honest with your kids about what you're doing and kind of let them be a part of it, I know my daughter loves to emulate what I do in my business. So let them be little entrepreneurs while they're home with you. It's important to set expectations Put a little timer out that lets them keep track of when your next break will be. Utilize nap time or implement the quiet time I always talk about. This is when I get the bulk of my work done when my kiddos are home. So they are required to spend one and a half hours of quiet time in their room and then 30 minutes of sibling time. And in our family, we think it's so important to foster a great sibling relationship. So we encourage our kids to play together. At the beginning, it did take a lot of me being close by to teach them strategies for taking turns and sharing, but that's for a whole nother episode. But just know that implementing this time is so valuable and helpful and will give your children an idea of what it looks like for self-care. I actually was just thinking about that the other day, like maybe we should change that term and not call it quiet time anymore and just call it self-care time. What do you want to do during your self-care time? You can do whatever you want to do as long as it's in your room, quiet and safe. Okay, and just three more things that I want to share with you guys before I move on to the next strategy. Let your kids be kids. Say yes more often and don't worry so much about the mess. You will have a lifetime of a perfectly kept house 
but you won't always have this time to foster these memories that your children are going to remember forever. Okay, so hopefully you're tracking with me so far. You're having a positive, abundant mindset, being thankful for the time that you do have. You're rearranging your schedule and prioritizing your tasks. You're finding ways to connect with your children so that they'll give you the time to work. Now you might be thinking, okay, great, I have the time to work. Now what am I supposed to work on? Well, it's more important than ever for you to be intentional with your time and work smarter and more efficiently. Because when your littles are home, you have less time. So now let's be really strategic about what we spend our time doing. Client communication is something that I think should always be top of mind. It should be a priority for any business to always be a few steps ahead of your client so they don't have to be the first one reaching out to you wondering what the next step is. Obviously, we have to get our client work done or fulfill orders if you're a product-based business. So those things take priority as well. If you have extra time on your hands where you're kind of wondering what should I do? What will help propel my business forward? Getting systems and automations in place is extremely important for productivity and preventing you from reinventing the wheel over and over again. If I could tell my younger self the most important thing to do before I launched a new product or service would definitely be to get the systems and automations in place first and not wait. I am a very impatient person, and so I, when I get a new idea, I want to implement it right away, and I don't want to take the time to put all of these really important systems in place, but I urge you, you guys, this is so important. Since I've been doing this for my businesses, it's changing the way that I operate and obviously making me more efficient. Another thing that we often fail to plan for and work into our regular schedule are things like asking past clients for reviews and making sure that our websites are updated, that our copy is still relevant, that our pictures are still updated, our pricing, all of those things, something that we really should work into our monthly workflow um, just to keep all of those things updated and looking fresh. With what's going on currently in our nation, it's hard for any of us really to get out and go do our work. Me being a photographer, I'm having events and weddings being canceled, people wanting to reschedule. They're asking us to quarantine, basically, and stay inside our house. So how can I continue my business when I can't actually do my business? Luckily, I also have this business, The Purpose Gathering, so I host monthly in-person meetups. (laughs) This past one had to be virtual, but then I have this podcast and an online workshop that I've created, so I have a digital product that I can be selling right now, and now's the perfect time. So I would encourage you to think about what knowledge do you have that you could potentially turn into a passive product to sell? Maybe you have some value that you could teach and you could charge a small $5 to $10 fee and do a Zoom call presentation like we just did a few days ago with our meetup. Help train people on something that they want to learn or need help with right away. Let's not get stuck in this limiting belief that our businesses have to be on hold in a time like this. 
Let us not get stuck in this mentality that no one wants to spend money or we have to give away all of our stuff for free. Our businesses cannot stop altogether. If we stop selling, our small business community is going to crumble. I want you to shift your mindset and get out of the feeling of being completely hopeless right now. Of course, we need to be sensitive and grieve the situation, but we can't let it slow us down for too long. We have to keep the momentum going, keep cultivating relationships and providing value. We can't fall off the face of the earth and hide from what's going on. Let's face it head on with courage and confidence. We can do this, mamas. We're here to support each other. And the last and final strategy is to be patient. Be patient with yourself. Be patient with your kids and the growth of your business. Be patient with your husband and know that what you're going through right now will not last forever, but that you're in uncharted territory. You're experiencing something new. There's an unexpected change happening, and you're learning to adapt your business to accommodate these. I'm giving you permission to give yourself grace and live a life with a grateful and abundant mindset. As always, Mama, I'm here for you. I'm rooting for you, and you are not alone on this journey. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Purpose Gathering Podcast. As we end our time together, remember that you were created for more. You were created to thrive with purpose and not just survive. So go out there and live your life with confidence and courage. To become a part of our amazing online community and connect with like-minded mompreneurs, head to thepurposegathering.com mamas. That's M-A-M-A-S to join our private Facebook group. If you enjoyed today's episode, I would love for you to take a screenshot and share it on Instagram. Be sure to follow and tag me at The Purpose Gathering. If you haven't had a chance to leave a review, please head to iTunes, even if you're an Android user, and let other mompreneurs know why you love the show. Each review is so valuable to me and helps more mamas like you find this show. I choose one review every episode to share, and yours could be the next one. I'm so proud of you for listening and investing in your future. Together, let's link arms and make a lasting positive impact on our families and communities. You've got this, girl, and I can't wait until next time.